Greetings, welcome to episode 17 of Dr. Will's Software Project Leadership Podcast, Maintainability Part 4. If you've ever had to maintain somebody else's code without documentation, especially code that is idiosyncratic and poorly designed, nor not designed at all, well, you probably ended up having to rewrite the whole thing. To avoid writing eight functions that were somewhat similar, a programmer who was usually quite good at their job took the approach of having the system generate the needed function on the fly as the program executed. And then, once it had completed, the system erased the function. It was like code with a Klingon cloaking device. Now you see it, now you don't. Clever, too clever by half. It was only maintainable by the original programmer. We had to rewrite it into eight functions that were somewhat similar. Source code exists at two overlapping layers, the module level, which is the level where the computations operate, and the next highest level of organization grouping of those computations into packages or files or classes. The grouping mechanism is determined by the language being used. Most software for any reasonably large program is built in a hierarchy above those two levels. And this hierarchy is largely documented where it is documented in the software design. If you have a reasonably large system and you don't have a design documented, then you may want to work on improving your prayer life. This hierarchy is quality assured during reviews of the design and code and tested in the integration tests validating the hierarchy. The integration tests exercise the interaction among the packages, files, classes, whatever. Oh, you don't have integration tests either. Hmm, interesting. Once all that hierarchy has been validated, the entire system gets its own checkout, whereas everything up to this point has been introspective, looking inward at how the system does its job. The system level test and evaluation is going to look at how the entire system behaves and how it interacts with other systems that it connects to. All of that complexity, the code itself, has to have certain characteristics. It needs to be descriptive, simple, modular, traceable, consistent, expandable, and testable. If you want more information about those characteristics, let me know. Also have the implementation. The implementation is the result of representing the design in documentation and code. So it is intimately tied to the documentation we talked about last time and the code. It is how all that comes together, including how the DevOps processes and tools work within the development context. The implementation needs to be, like the code, simple, modular and expandable and also conventional. It may be the case that there are unique and obscure aspects of the problem that you're solving that require extraordinary solutions, like the Klingon cloaking device module, but probably not. Keep it simple, plain vanilla implementation. This isn't art, it's engineering. Implementation unifies the documentation and code, creating a maintainable system of all of it. I guess the best advice is not to try to be too clever. Save clever for your stand-up routine at the comedy club. This channel is dedicated to helping software projects succeed, not just in the short term, but in the long. That's it for me, for you, for now. Hope you have a great day and a great week ahead. You be careful out there. I'll be seeing you. Bye.